This is Unclaimed Bands, show 216. Hello music listeners and lovers, this is Rock and I'm at the Great Street Pub up in beautiful downtown Maniunk with Unclaimed Bands. Yes, that's who you're listening to again. And I am lucky enough uh, to have something coming down the stairs behind me. Whoa. But it's okay, it's the guy who owns the place. We'll ignore him and talk to my new friends, Memphis Crawl, who are here with us today. Thank you guys for coming. What's up, Rock? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. If I can get you to go around and introduce yourself, please. Sure. I am Nick Vincenti. I play bass guitar. Uh, My name is Matty O'Brien. I'm the vocalist and uh, lead troublemaker. (laughs) What's up, Brian? I play guitar. And I'm Mike. I play drums. Michael okay. Powder. Those are the fellas. Now let's hear from them. What song you want us to play right off the bat here? I think uh, Breakdown would be a pretty good one. It's off our new album, uh, Orange Sunshine. Rebel- Orange Sunshine. <laughs> Orange Sunshine. I got a little cotton mouth. Orange Sunshine Revolution. And uh, that album just came out. We're actually going at the end of April to make a new album. So that one just came out. We're already working on another one. We got bored with those songs while we were making that one. So now we're going to make ones that we're excited about. Progression, so. progression, <laughs> progression. Okay, yes, we're going to get this man some water while you listen to this. <laughs> this is Memphis Crawl and Breakdown. Because, of course, the song will be stripped in later. Ooh, the miracle of radio. So what's up? Tell me about the song, Matt. 
You talk so much. Oh, God. <laughs> Too much. I've been talking the whole way up <laughs> there, there, man. Go. There you <laughs> go. Uh, breakdown is kind of about, you know, like a, uh, the good old toxic relationship, you know. Sweet girl, treat me like dirt because I love the taste. You know, you're addicted to the, the poison behavior. Are there any you other know? kind? That's you always know? my yeah, exactly. question. Seem to run into exactly. those a lot. Exactly. So. Uh, was this a person that you met on tour or anything like that? A personal relationship from uh, outside the band? Oh, God, I've had millions of personal breakdown relationships, <laughs> yeah. The one that I've been in for the last seven or eight years with uh, Danielle, uh, we have a son together. It's been oh, a totally you. mellow relationship, none of, none of the poison bullshit. It's or anything so like nice to find that yeah, out. You know, no. Finally hit that. No pressure, you know what I mean? Yep. Only the pressure I put on myself, but... And that's, that's the re- requisite type of pressure, you know. You shouldn't yeah. be pressured by other people. <laughs> the stress should be internally generated yeah, for, the, exactly. for the most blooming, as it were. <laughs> uh, so, you're a four-piece. I've seen pictures where you seem to be a five-piece. What's up with that? Well, uh, it's a, a long story. Yeah, so. yeah. Nick, Nick, who's currently okay. on the bass, used to be the rhythm guitar player. So there was an old bass player, and he was on guitar, so there was five of us. Uh, then Nick went to India for a couple of years to find himself <laughs> spiritually. Um, you know, well, he's here now. Like and I see him. that he, he found his way back too. Yeah, yes. we call him. His name's Nick, but we call him Slim Jim or Slimmer almost of the time. So. <laughs> I called him Slim Jim at the beginning. <laughs> I am so sorry. But when he was in, it, he was in India as Nick again. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. So uh, it, there was a it was a five piece where all, then our uh, our old bassist had. Uh, I think he moved out to California or Ohio or Colorado. Colorado, yeah. But uh, then Nick came back to the band when our bass player left as the bass player. Mm-hmm. So it actually worked out great. It was like a big gift. Cool, know? cool. You know, and he's kind of cheating because he's such a good guitar player. When he plays the bass, it just makes it. It's the gift I mean? that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a little multi-instrumentalism never hurts. And all the other fellows in the band, how did you guys get together? Oh, uh, this is another funny one. Should I tell this one too? Is anybody <laughs> yeah, else? Yeah, why no, we asked them. Go. Okay, I don't want to talk the whole night, but um, Stevens can tell it if he wants. But... Um, Basically, we had a, an original lineup of Memphis Crawl. Uh, my cousin Red and a couple other people, the original bass player that moved away. Um, and uh, that kind of fizzled out. You know, we got a little partied out, a little played, t- you know, touring and playing. And, you know, I hear it. We needed a lineup change. So um, we actually heard about Brian, who lived right near me in uh, Port Jefferson. So we went over. Brian was living on a 30 acre farm, believe it or not. And, I believe uh, that. I went out to find Brian. He wasn't home. There was a guy on LSD in his garage in his studio with a, with a girl dancing around in the yard like the Manson family. I'm okay. not even kidding. Uh, they said, Brian's on home. I was on a cane at the time. I had gotten a good beating. So I was on a cane for a couple of years. And I came to the farm. I left my phone number. Brian had called me. I described, you know, what we were kind of looking to do and mm-hmm. this and that. And then a couple months later, he said he went to high school with a guy named Mike, who's Mikey Powder sitting here. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he said, oh, yeah, you know, I'd come down and jam once in a while, but I don't really like to play live. So we were like, huh. I said, that's all right. Once you jam with us, you, you'll get addicted. We'll get we'll reel you in. So Mikey worked out. He loved it. We loved him, so he joined up. And cool. then uh, a few months after that, maybe a year, Mike's cousin is Nick right next to me on the bass currently. Keeping he, in the uh, family. Yeah he, yeah, he joined on the guitar. And like I said, the old bass player left after a while, so Nick switched to the bass, and the uh, rest is history. Now, I've seen pictures of you guys playing. Uh, you're rocking some big Gibson, or is it an Epiphone? Uh, sometimes a Gibson, sometimes an Epiphone. Excellent. So I do know my guitar still. Yeah, exactly. And you are styling it with the precision with the bottom plate on? Yes, I am. Now, is that a style thing? Is <coughs> uh, Fender Precision Bass I'm talking about. Yeah, I like the style, but it just seemed to 
add something to the sound. So That's funny because uh, most people immediately take that off and, and have the I, extra I, I ugly. Like I said, leave it on, leave it on. I love that thing. Uh, on I had one and I took it off immediately and, and the ugliness rolled up and I said, oh, yes, that's good. <laughs> yep. So cool. Very, very cool. And I'm not a drummer, so I have no idea what you're playing. I play Ludwig's. Ludwig's. Ludwig's and Zildjian's been playing them all my life. Won't Ludwig's play and Zildjian's, else. man. There's nothing more than a Zildjian, uh, what's called it, Zildjian cymbals. Uh, I actually lived in Turkey for a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they, they, they make good symbols over they there. They do. Awesome. Yeah, that Zildjian, very good move. So tell me about some of the craziness. You guys are from New York, <laughs> but you sound like you're from Memphis, hence the name. Uh, this big blues voice idea thing came to you because it's natural. You mentioned something on the website about uh, um, country dad and counterculture well, mom. And yeah, my, my mom is a trip. She's, from, uh, she's, she's way cooler than I am. She's like a girl version of one of the Rolling Stones or something. Seven days. Uh, they made she, a lot of those. And a cool, we need cool, more of them these cool, days. Cool, wild woman. Definitely a nonconformist. Cool. So you know, and my my father's whole family is that their roots is from down in Kentucky. You know, they were all bluegrass and, and blues and country musicians mm -hmm. for you know a hundred years. They made moonshine. It's like the Hatfields and the McCoys. You know, cool. And they had kind of migrated to Indiana, Kentucky, and then they had some family in New York. So they, my father met my mother, and you know, they lived out west on a farm for a while. And uh, they were always just you know they're like. Real nice outlaws, kind of that were just rock and roll to the to the core. So rock and roll outlaws, good that. pedigree. Yeah, I very just grew up around my whole life. <laughs> so I didn't have any, I didn't have any choice but not to be, you know, a free spirit and play rock and roll. Because that's, that's a good thing. I was raised, that is know? very 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 cool. <laughs> Mom and Dad did right. Uh, you guys tour. Yeah. You uh, on the website? You've been everywhere. I'm looking on the website again. Uh, website, website, website. Awesome. Uh, MemphisCrawl.com. Website, website, go. website. <laughs> and I see that you've uh, you're, you're jamming it hard in New York. You know, you're playing all around the place. Uh, you've also toured out in the country. Where out in the country have you been? Uh, we've been to we've been up and down the East Coast. Really, um, we've been out to California last mm -hmm. summer. We were in uh, Chicago. Indiana, Ohio, played in Canton. Played a really cool place in Canton called Buzzbin. It, it was a trip, man. What was cool about it? It's very just the people are just, you know, we're from New York, so it's it's fast and crazy and you mm -hmm. know aggressive, and you kind of once you kind of cross into Pennsylvania and and, and southern and, and west of that, everybody's just your friend. You know what I mean? It's it's instead of running into twenty assholes a day out of twenty one <laughs> people, you run into you know twenty nice people and one asshole. You know what I mean? It's different. Not to say that we don't love New York. It's we're, all, we're all crazy in New York. I'm one of the assholes when I'm in New York. You know, but just when you cross out of there, it's just it's just good vibes, man. Not to sound like too much of a hippie, but just good energy. Well, you know, you know that that's one of the great things about going out on tour is you get to see other parts of the country yeah, and meet absolutely. the people that live there. And, yeah. and if you're lucky for the most part, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah. what if you're not lucky? What weird thing has happened on the tours, <laughs> huh? Any, any, any weird things happen, period. Whiskey A Go-Go is weird. No. That yeah, was, that was pretty wild. Well. In, in Los Angeles, we played the. Uh, <coughs> we got there a couple hours before our set, and um, I don't know. It was a great place. You know, I always wanted to play there. All of us wanted to play there. There's a lot mm -hmm. of history from the '60s. Oh now, yeah, you know, the Doors and Zeppelin played everybody. But Maddie picked up a stranger over his head. Yeah, I, yes. I full I full pressed a stranger over my head by his <laughs> neck and his, and his crotch above my head in the street in front of the whiskey go. But that was pretty California cool. superpowers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Showed him the rapes of wrath strength that I have once in a while. Um, but like it was just weird it was a lot smaller than I thought which is usually cool but the kind of like 
Yeah. We had a booth as a band. We had to give them a credit card even though we were playing there to sit in the booth. And then like if I stood outside of the booth to talk to the guys in the band, mm-hmm. you would get like in trouble. Like it was like being in the principal's office. Yeah, that's true. Really? Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta go in the booth or you gotta go. It was just it was like the, we were in Footloose or something. It's you know? California. That sounds like pure California. Yeah, they were afraid of us. <laughs> uh, I was there and I saw Van Halen. Right after the Gene Simmons demo and right before their first record. Wow. Oh, wow. That 78, 79? And, oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. So it was uh, 77. Was wow. Back. And it was, well, okay, like yeah. you said, it was a lot smaller than I expected. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I was yeah. like, oh, cool, I'm in L.A. I'm going to yeah, go to the yeah. whiskey. I'm going to go to the, uh, the yeah, Starwood, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the Starwood was closed. I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> the whiskey was open. So I went to the whiskey, and Van Halen was there. And, of course, seeing Van Halen up close, it doesn't matter when. It's, yeah. it's a life-changing experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, you know, and he's just cranking away, and he's got the guitar, and it's a Fender style, but it's got like Gibson on the headstock. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of stuff that happens that's on tour, you know, when you get yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So he, he was the Frankenstein of guitar, and I yeah. can only look up at this modern Prometheus and go, holy cow! But yeah, awesome. that that that's the best thing about getting out is you meet all kinds yeah. of people. Uh, what was the best gig? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, well, best we, gig. Yeah, we do. Well, we played one on a farm in New York where Mikey actually lives there. They have like a festival every year. We always say that we made the farm levitate. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. It was like Burning Man on this farm with two hundred people. It was trippy. Yeah. <laughs> we just got we were in that that hypnotic phase of our you know the music that we like to get into. It's almost like a trance. Yes, and then yes. the people watching, it was like one. You know, we were on one plane together. It was just it was crazy. It was very memorable. That might have been my favorite gig. I mean, we probably all have a different favorite, but I don't know. Yes. There's a lot. Yeah, there's that's a lot yours. There. I would definitely say that. Let's that go around nice. the room. Yeah. Ed? Was that? Uh, favorite gig? I think that would be the yeah, same thing, yeah. I mean, you know, when the band's playing, it's easy for us to get, you know, stuck in the trans or get in that, you know, that zone and, mm-hmm. you know, vibe with each other. But then when you look out and you see the whole crowd doing it and... <laughs> Swaying as you're swaying. It was amazing because you, <laughs> you we're on the negro, and so you can't see too much above you. But when you did look out, there was nothing but people, mm-hmm. and you're already crowded in the corral area. Mm-hmm. And I remember my drums were just bouncing. I, yeah, I thought yeah. they were going to fall off the stage. <laughs> I was trying to kill Mikey because I kept telling the audience, "Yeah, we'll play one more. Yeah, we'll play one more." I was going to die. I he, thought I was going to die. He finally Great. said to me, Great. "No more fucking songs. No, that, not one no, more." That's good. Know? That's good. You, you just play, please, no more. We, actually, we're just going to die if we do it. And that's actually, a good thing, man. We forgot about what it's another. It might even, I don't know, it might be, it's different from that one, but it's definitely up there. It might tied with number one favorite. Okay. It was last year that we played here in yeah. Philly. Oh, yeah. We played the South Street, the Spring Festival. When I met you guys, yeah. Yes. Well, we met right. you last year. That, that was a crazy, crazy fun oh, thing, man. That, that was, was awesome. Great. That was if you're right. in Philly and you're listening to us, there's going to be a Spring Festival. These guys are going to be at it again. Oh, my God, go down there. It, it is <laughs> another example of why Philly is just crazy awesome when it comes to just having a nice event for, for the, the citizens who, work, yeah. who live here. Because it's just, just a nice thing. But you guys were awesome back then. Yeah, agree, yeah. And it was just, just a, a great thing to meet you guys. This year we're going to be on the main stage, so that's going to be even Excellent. crazy. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that, that's the thing is there are so many stages, and they, they close down the entire street, so it's just one long, great party. Mm-hmm. Highly recommended. You guys' music sounds like it should be in a movie or TV show. You know, It's very dramatic, very out and what would TV show you think your, your your music would be really good on? Oh, if God. you were TV people, I mean, contemporary nowadays or anything. No, really anything, anything. Anything. Wow, for television, not even movies, just television. Um, oh God! Wow, that's a hard one. That's a really hard one. I mean, 
the thing is, I think a lot of our songs sound so different from the other that yeah. Yeah. this song could go in this show, this song could go in that yeah, show, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know, you, you probably haven't heard the newer stuff, but the newer stuff is even more different than the older stuff. stuff. I listen to yeah. your stuff today on the, yeah. uh, on, on the website, MemphisGrawl.com. I could see it on The Walking Dead if you were talking about shows now. Yeah. Now that would be cool. I could see yeah, it on I The Deadliest Catch. You know, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy, yeah. We have, we have a new song out. It's kind of like a post-apocalyptic, not in the zombies or anything, but you know, like a, like a dystopian kind of song. You know, it's a story kind of. It reminds me of like a Walking Dead kind of. You know, walking through the fields, waiting for the war. Nah. Everything is changed. Everything is changed. You know, it's just the. It's a movie. It's definitely I could hear it in a movie or a TV cool. show. You know. We know you're out there listening, you casting and music directors. So hey, <laughs> crawl. Right, you got the hint right now. Here's our fun question. First record. Come on, deal. Mm. What was your first My s- first record? record. T- uh, CD, cassette, oh, DVD, tape, uh, musical device was, that had a song on it that you bought. They were bought around the same time, but it was either Elvis's greatest hits or... Uh, good Taste. And good Taste doesn't count, by the way. Can't think of and equally Probably Good Ziggy, Taste. Right? I think it was, yeah. It's in the phone booth in the front of it? I think so. <laughs> I forget. I know Elvis' greatest hits was definitely one of the first. Excellent. Shit, man. I'm going to go my back to my mom again. Every, all my cool music's from my mother. <coughs> She'll tell you that if you ever meet her, too. Wow. Probably uh, <laughs> the first one that comes to my mind would probably be Neil Young Harvest or Deja Vu by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, I believe. Right Good song. Yeah, Good collection. And a John Lennon Double Fantasy, 1980, John and Yoko. Okay. That's what I would come to mind. Right on. What about you, Well, Steven? the first record I ever had was Van Halen's 1984. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. There you go. That's wow. a great one. He was three years old. And oh. my mom got me, uh, for Easter one year, she got me the cassette of the Pointer Sisters. <laughs> and for some reason, I loved it. Uh, it's <laughs> good so music, good. and it really just grabs you, and they're distant cousins of mine, actually. <laughs> cool. Very, very cool. And, and that's a whole broad thing. That means you have a nice broad taste. I, I love, whatever's good, I like it. <laughs> Excellent. Come think, on, Mike. I think the year was Deal. 1983, I and was I got a turntable for Christmas and three records. The first one, which I still listen to, is mm-hmm. Asia. I'm okay. not ashamed of that one. Asia? Player. <laughs> uh, they're the all studio musicians, though, so it's good players. Is that window open? <laughs> the, the, the first Asia yeah. album is really good. I don't care what you say. Um, then there was, uh, I forget, it was Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson with Ebony and Ivory. Say, okay. Say, say. Yeah, that was on it. Oh, yeah. And then I think it was level 42, I think. Who's that? Wow. Uh, Pete King, who was the bassist, is oh. that whole, he's one of those pluckers. Oh, okay. Boom, back, boom, back, boom, back, back, boom, back, boom, back, boom, back, boom, back, boom. Yeah, kind of, kind of stuff. But yeah, all players. Very, very cool. Uh, let's hear another song. Which one do you want to hear now? Michael's Choice. Drummer's Choice tonight. Where I Run. I like that one. Where <laughs> I Run. Okay, we're going to play Where I Run. This is Memphis Crawl and Where I Run. i 
Memphis Crawl, Where I Run, another great song. <laughs> Tell me what they want, Bob. <laughs> hey, Hyundai Elantra, a trip to Port of Ionic. Our announcer, Sean. <laughs> Tell them what they want. You could spend four nights and five days in an all-inclusive trip to Port of Ionic. Yep. I actually sat, I'm, uh, I'm between jobs now, so I've got a lot of TV time, and I've been watching uh, The Price is Price Right. Is right, rules, And man. they're, they're alternating Shit. between uh, <laughs> Drew Carey and Wayne Brady. Now, I don't know if you ever yeah. saw Dave, Dave Chappelle's show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Dave Chappelle had a skit with Wayne Brady. With Wayne Brady. As, you yeah, know, this big gangster guy. He's a great singer. He is Wayne a great. He's, he's a very talented yeah, guy. Pitch, man. But it's funny because Drew Carey is a heck of a nice guy, but Wayne Brady is more like Dave Chappelle, Wayne Brady. Totally. I have seen him get angry at people for yeah. no reason. <laughs> Actually great. taught a guy how to do a Velociraptor rock because the guy didn't do it right. And I was just like, you know. His peak moment. Let him have fun. <laughs> you know, this is the only time in his life where something really cool is going to happen. You're going to yell at him because he's not either. walking right. Oh, oh come on, man. Wayne, lighten the hell up. That is, I love that wheel, man. It's so such a climax. That wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's short. They got to reach up and the tiptoes. It doesn't go around. You see people leap up for that thing like a dolphin out of water. That's just as funny as all get out. Yeah. Yes, we talk about everything here on the interview. <laughs> yeah. I remember my favorite game show on earth was with the, with the what was it? No, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. No 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 stop! And the guy, <laughs> that was the best thing on the planet, man. Definitely, and the love connection with Chuck Willard. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Two, back in two, two, and two. Yeah, yeah, exactly so. Wonderful thing. Uh, what do you guys plan for the future? You guys are touring like crazy. You're going to be here again in the South Street Festival. Uh, you just got an album out, which is Orange yeah. Sunshine Orange Revolution. Sunshine yeah. Revolution. We're actually going back to New York. We're playing with a. We're super excited. Uh, Robert Randolph and the Family Band. Okay, yeah. cool. A great place called the Space. We're opening the show for him on uh, April 15th, mm-hmm. and then April 16th we're playing uh, Record Store Day at a place in Amagansett, New York. Oh, excellent, out, man. Out near the Hamptons, called Inner Sleeve Records, and it's going to be live on. Uh, Station called WEHM 92.9. March 20th, we're doing a huge benefit at a place called the Emporium in New York. It's mm-hmm. for uh, the Boots on the Ground charity for the soldiers. Yes, yes. Help, you know, so that's it's another nice cause. So We're booked up. We're making another record, so we're excited. That, that's a good thing, man, because yeah. you guys are really, really hot. And it's, it's, it, the whole idea is to get out and play yeah. and get to places where people can come and see you because that's how you build the fan base. Yeah. You yes. know, so if you're listening mm-hmm. bands, that's, that's uh, basically what you do is you uh, yeah. practice your stuff and then you go out and you play as much as possible. Yep. Uh, anything you'd like to say to your fans? Just thank, uh, get, you know, thank you for coming out and, and supporting us, especially in New York, I mean. I've met people, you know, I've, I've, we have stickers on our cars, you know, Memphis Crawl, they're in the towns we live, or, you know, I've gone to like a Black Crows concert, and somebody say, hey, you're in a band, Memphis Crawl, from, you know, we're kind of like always right on the cusp, you know what I mean? A lot of people know us for, for an independent band, which is, which is a, a great feeling, you know, and That's on a top wonderful of it, thing. we're making our own songs, so, you know. That's weird, every now and then you, you get know? the request from like, I don't know, South Dakota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Can you send me a shirt to South Dakota? There's a guy in Australia that loves us. There's a... There's there's a, a really cool blues band from uh, Argentina yeah. called Alligator Sons, a guy, John Morsey. He mm-hmm. wanted to actually cover one of our songs. They're going to do a cover of it on a record. So it's, just, it's mind-blowing how you can get out there. You don't even know it sometimes. That, that's the whole thing yeah. about the scene as well. Because yeah. you get out and you meet people and they see you and you see yeah. them. And there's a mouth. whole bunch of cross-pollinization. Yeah. Uh, you were saying you like those guys. Any other bands you guys are hot on? Oh, man. So many between all of us. Then um, all of you talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys have been very, very quiet. I, yeah, you don't no, like I mean, that. You know. Don't let him monopolize. Don't yeah. let him do shut the hell up <laughs> and get your own words on this. 
Pull his fader down and just listen to the room. We'll go, go, go. Don't look all tense. Get you yeah, all tense uh, just, that's a tough question. Yeah, it is a tough question. Well, just blow then. Anything that comes to the top of your head. We're not school. You're in the car. What do you we do? Will, what do you play? First? Yeah. I've been listening to Lana Del Rey. I can't get over her albums recently. Okay. I know it's a bit, uh, not what no, no. this band is it's up to. Your but, uh, taste, it's your taste, man. That's the whole idea. <laughs> no, it is. And it's, it's great albums. They're, they're really good albums. I cool. wish she'd play in New York, but I don't think she's ever going to play in New York again. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a problem, but, you know, <laughs> get the music. We digress. <laughs> what about Steven? Steven, Steven yeah, to, sitting there laughing. I listen to a lot of NPR, a lot of talk radio. <laughs> really? Gary <laughs> Gross, Fresh Air, that kind of stuff? Yeah, exactly. People who talk like uh, they're afraid to make a loud noise because I'm sorry. I'm, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I think I went to the bathroom there. What do you uh, like, Nick? Believe it or not, I've been listening to a lot of classical music. <laughs> I swear. I don't know what it is. It's relaxing. Uh, it, you know. Well, here's the thing. Classical music can rock real hard sometimes. Yeah. You know? And classical music can do that soft thing that makes you hang on every you know note. I think yeah. Moonlight Sonata changed my life. I listen to that song, and it's like, it actually like brings me to tears. It's, it's unbelievable. I don't know. Laugh if you want. I have an album full of waltzes. It's been unbelievable. Yeah, I was listening to Blue Danmute before I came here. <laughs> don't knock my property, brothers. So that, that's the whole thing, man. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank you all for coming here. Thanks for having you know, us. We, we, we really appreciate when the bands come down and, and we get a chance to talk to them because we know that that's good for their promotion. And, you know, we get to hear a whole bunch of really, really, really good bands this way. Yeah. And Memphis Crawl, boy, you guys, you guys have got it, you know. And you're going to have Thanks. a great gig tonight. Thank you. And Thank you, sir. Like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing you when you come back to Philly for the South Streets Festival. That's going to be awesome. Stage. Oh, yeah. it's, it's really, really, really Once so again, if you're time. around here, by all means, go ahead, make it to the South Streets Festival. It's uh, in, when is it? Yeah, uh, May seventh. Is it May? Okay. Hoping they have those big March, thirty foot speakers again, so I can climb. Oh, oh, you scare yeah. me every single time you climb. That was the there. highlight. Yeah, yeah. Russell, my, my Russell, we know what you've done now. <laughs> uh, one last thing, and I'm trying to remember it. Maybe I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's stupid. I've been plugging you all day. Uh, give me your give me your details. I've said memphiscrawl.com repeatedly. Yeah, we're on uh, Memphis Crawl on Facebook, mm-hmm. Spotify, Instagram, Pandora, Instagram. Yeah, Pandora. We're on all the music sites, so yeah. definitely music check sites. that out. But okay. I mean, Reverb Nation. Yes, our friends, Reverb Nation. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, well, then that's it. Uh, awesome. Thank you guys for talking to us. Thanks Once again, so this is Thanks Memphis Crawl. Us. Fellas, say goodbye. Goodbye. Take care. Goodbye. And Goodbye. we will talk to you later. Uh, my name is Rock. I've been here with Sean, who's been running the board Hi, for me. Hi, Sean. How are you? <laughs> and occasionally contributing. And uh, we are at the Grape Street Pub down in beautiful downtown Maniunk in Philadelphia. Once again, Unclean Bands bringing you the bands. Thank you for listening. Take care. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of Unclean Bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.